This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms moisture that we could have some patchy fog forming. Winds will be out of the southeast at about five miles per hour. Later today, that southwesterly wind will carry temperatures into the mid-50s with partly to mostly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 31 for Belvoir, 36. Foggy bottom, 32 this morning, Silver Spring. We are at 33 degrees now in our nation's capital. We're the time now. Thursday morning on WTOP is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather. Station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Thursday morning. Welcome to a new month, February 1st. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up, breaking this overnight early morning, the collapse of a large private hangar at the airport in Boise, Idaho, has killed at least three. House approving a bill this week that makes it easier for more families to qualify for that ti- child tax credit. The teenager who killed her friend over sweet and sour sauce will remain in a detention center. She has to be held accountable. I'm Heather Gustafson. Body camera video reveals the moment an officer opens deadly fire on North Capitol Street. I'm Dick Iuliano. Several possible future owners and Maryland's governor react to a deal to sell the O's. I'm Mike Marilla. It's one o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Three people have died and nine have been injured, five critically, in the sudden collapse of a privately owned metal hangar that was being built at the airport in Boise, Idaho. Aaron Hummel is the city's fire operations chief. There was a a large-scale collapse of the building, the framework of the building. Uh, I don't know what caused it. Uh, but I can tell you that it was a, a pretty uh, global collapse that occurred. The main structural members uh, came down. It was fairly catastrophic. Federal investigators are already on the scene. The CEOs of TikTok, Snap, Meta, X, and Discord face some tough questions from members of the Senate Judiciary Committee. They say the companies are failing to protect children from sexual exploitation and bullying. CBS News technology correspondent Joe Ling Kent was there. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, along with the heads of Snap, TikTok, X, and Discord on Capitol Hill for a grilling from lawmakers. I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. The Senate Judiciary hearing room was packed with families, many of whom held photos of their children who have died by suicide due to online sexual exploitation. Senators focused much of their fire on Zuckerberg, who was forced to apologize directly to victims' families. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Californians are bracing for several days of heavy rain. Some areas could get 10 to 12 inches. KEYT-TV reporter Mina Wahab is in Santa Barbara. Sunday through Tuesday is expected to be the most intense part of the storm. Those traveling through the mountains during this time are encouraged to think about alternative routes, since there is also potential for significant landslides, mudslides, and debris flows. High surf is predicted to bring about 20-foot waves and could impact coastal properties. An American warship in the Red Sea had a close call this week, says CBS's David Martin. In previous incidents, Houthi missiles fired in the direction of U.S. warships have been intercepted at ranges of 8 to 10 miles. 
But on Tuesday, the USS Gravely had to rely on its close-in weapon system to shoot down the incoming missile. Police in a suburb of Philadelphia say a man killed his father, the father then posted the aftermath on YouTube. KYW radio reporter Tim Jimenez says the video has now been taken down. Police say 32-year-old Justin Moan killed his father, Michael Moan, and cut his head off. And police say he held his father's head up in a YouTube video. He says his 68-year-old father was a federal worker, and in the clip, he ranted about the federal government, immigration, and conspiracies. The early betting money is heavily on the Kansas City Chiefs to repeat as Super Bowl champions when they face the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl on February 11th. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. Thursday morning, it's a new month, February 1st, 2024. Welcome in. Scattered clouds overnight early morning. Patchy fog by daybreak with a low, chilly 30 to 38, says Veronica. Dropping a few, we're down to 30 in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your very early 1 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you locally this morning, it was a killing over nothing more than McDonald's sweet and sour sauce. Now, a judge in this case has sentenced a Waldorf teenager to fifteen to five years, that is, five years in a D.C. juvenile detention center. This coming after she pleaded guilty back in December to killing her friend, 16-year-old Naima Legon, outside a D.C. McDonald's, and that happened last summer. Friends and family of Naima were in court for the sentencing. Her father, Wylise Legon, says he supports the judge's decision, but... My little girl is gone, and so although she got the sentence to 21, I still don't have my daughter at the end of the day, so... Yeah, forgiveness is, is not in my heart right now. Lagan made a statement in court stating the fight was taken too far and his daughter should not have been killed over sweet and sour sauce. Naima was a, a bright soul uh, with so much potential. And I was just so excited about the person she was going to turn into in the future. And it's just a shame that um, we won't get a chance to see that. I believe a form of justice was served today, but really not justice at all. In the district, Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. WTOP at 104 Thursday. We turn now at WTOP this morning, Thursday, to an update on that deadly one-man crime spree that started on Monday night in D.C. and ended in the morning in Prince George's County on Tuesday. It all started with a carjack, a carjacking and a shooting and ended when police say in New Carrollton they shot and killed the suspect. That suspect is now being identified this morning as 28-year-old Artel Cunningham of Suitland, Maryland. And the New Carrollton police officers in the case involved in the shooting are being identified this morning as Sergeant Byron Purnell and Corporal Carlos Batenga. Now, both officers are on administrative leave, we're told. Investigators are still trying to identify a motive here, but they say that Cunningham may have been experiencing a mental health crisis at that time, at least one person was killed in that crime spree. Another remains in what police are still calling this morning very critical condition on this Thursday. It's 105 body worn camera footage in another case of last week's deadly confrontation between D.C. police and a man near North Capitol Street has just been released this week. Police say this morning the man jumped out of an ambulance and charged at an officer with a metal object. The video shows morning rush hour traffic at a halt on North Capitol Street and police chasing a man in mental health crisis who assaulted an ambulance crew before running away. Executive Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll describes the video which shows the man coming at an officer with a metal object in his hand. The involved officer and the witness officer gave multiple commands to the individual to drop it. The individual refused and ran towards the involved officer 
with the object raised. Chief Carroll says the metal object appears to be a tire pressure gauge. Police are investigating the use of force, and the entire case will be reviewed by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 106 Thursday morning. If a more than $1.7 billion deal is approved by the MLB owners, the Baltimore Orioles could soon be under new ownership. And this morning, we're hearing from some of the possible future owners here. The ownership team is led by D.C. area philanthropist and Baltimore native David Rubenstein, who says he's grateful for the opportunity to join the team and says his group of owners has a goal to bring the World Series trophy back to Baltimore. Orioles legend Cal Ripken Jr. would also become a part owner of the team that he says has been a part of his life since he was a child and that he looks forward to the opportunity. Others in the ownership team include NBA Hall of Famer Grant Hill and former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, also the former Baltimore Mayor Kurt Schmoke. Maryland's Governor Wes Moore in a statement thanked the Angelos family and welcomed the new owners and says he's proud the transaction will keep the Orioles in Baltimore. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 107 Thursday morning. Let's talk traffic this morning. Speeding locally in Prince William County school zones could soon land you a ticket in the mail. Speed cameras will be going up around four school zones starting today, this Thursday, said to be part of a pilot program they're looking at. For the first 30 days of the program, a month, drivers caught speeding will get a warning in the mail. And after those 30 days are up, drivers will then get a $100 fine. Superintendent Latanya McDade is hoping this morning the cameras make roads around the schools safer for kids. Anything that will allow us to get students to school safely during the commute and get them home safely, I am always for. Prince William County will have road message boards in place a week before the uh, to alert drivers where the new cameras are so you can be aware of the situation. Good Thursday morning, February 1st. Thanks for starting this new month with us here at WTOP. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Early time now is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. The one accident we've got working in the DMV continues on northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway right after Riverdale Road, Maryland 410. This accident blocks the left lane up in Prince George's County. The right side is open. The delays are easing as start prior to 410. Also be aware, the northbound 295 ramp to 410 blocked because of the overnight road work. Also in Prince George's County, Beltway Loop at Pennsylvania Avenue, right lane is closed. 198 in Laurel between 4th Street to 5th Street, two left lanes are blocked. In the district, a good-looking ride on the freeway as you make your way between 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. All lanes are clear. No delays. No delays. Everything open on the 3rd Street Tunnel between the freeway and New York Avenue. But inbound New York Avenue, the work zone set up over by Florida Avenue. It's over on the far right side. DC 295 in the clear coming in from Maryland to the 11th Street Bridge. No worries either side of I-295 between the flyover ramp and the beltway south of 10. In Virginia, northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard Bridgework. Only the right lane gets by. Then southbound 95, a couple of miles south of Quantico to a couple of miles north of Virginia 610. For the new road construction, the left shoulder, left lane, and center lane are blocked. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. Your early morning temperature is between. 
between 30 and 38 degrees. And while there could be some patchy fog around the area, today really is going to be a nice day. And that includes even this morning. Again, just some scattered clouds with mostly sunny skies coming your way for the afternoon. Temperatures will be rising into the mid-50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 30 degrees straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you. This early morning of the 1 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, February 1st, by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Thursday morning at 110. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in now with Jeff. The Fed gives its clearest signal yet that rate cuts are coming, but also indicated it is not quite ready. Workers at Jose Andres' flashy D.C. restaurant, The Bazaar, say they want to form a union. D.C.'s Folger Shakespeare Library, with the largest collection of original Shakespeare playwritings, reopens in June after an $81 million renovation. The Dow lost 317 points in Wednesday's session. The Nasdaq fell two and a quarter percent. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Asian stocks remain mixed Thursday morning in the 1 a.m. hour. The Nikkei is down this morning by 289 points. The Shanghai is off almost 11, though the Kospi is up by 42, and the Hang Seng this morning is up 118. Good morning. Glad you're with this social media CEOs in the congressional hot seat this week. We're in depth next on WTOP. Time now is 111. Welcome in. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to this new month. Thanks for starting in with us on this February 1st in the 1 a.m. hour. If you're just joining us, we're looking for scattered clouds this overnight early morning. By daybreak, patchy fog will have developed. Veronica says the low should be a bit chilly, somewhere between 30 and 38 degrees. We're at 30 degrees straight up in Washington right now. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this early hour. Where the time now is one thirteen on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Five of the most powerful tech CEOs went to Capitol Hill this week to answer questions about whether or not they are doing enough to protect kids online these days. The Senate Judiciary Committee 
The hearing itself lasted for nearly four hours, and at one point, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg offered an apology to families who were holding photos at the time of the children that they had lost. Because everything that you've lost this morning, Naomi Nix, Washington Post technology reporter, joins our Dimitri Sotis with a closer look at all this. You know, I think it was really different because of those victims, because of the families in the room that did take the tenor up a notch. And I think what was also different is I think we saw less political divisions among the different parties. It was clear that both Democrats and Republicans were on the same page about pushing forward a package of bills to address um, sexual abuse content on online platforms and to address just some of the youth safety issues when it comes to social media companies. How about the line from uh, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham to the CEOs, you have blood on your hands. That also perhaps has not been so starkly laid out before. That was another notable moment. And remember, the lawmakers reputedly brought up, you know, sort of a laundry list of harms. There are parents who've complained about their children finding drug dealers on these social media platforms. There are parents who've complained about, you know, how their children have been bullied repeatedly on their platforms. There are families who've complained about how their children, you know, ended up committing suicide because of the abuse or the toxic content that they discovered on that platform. And so, you know, when the lawmakers did talk about life and death issues, you know, that that wasn't totally hyperbolic. There have been some really tragic stories, you know, linking social media to the deaths of vulnerable young people. So in terms of fixing things going forward, because people still like to use social media. Is Europe the guide? Uh, from what I understand, you, you have a lot more privacy in Europe online and uh, and a lot more protection. Yes. Look, Europe has done a lot more in terms of passing legislation to force tech companies to take bolder actions in terms of protecting young people, but really in, in, in a lot of other ways, too. And so the U.S. is behind that committee. The Senate Judiciary Committee did pass a package of, of bills back in, in May aiming to address child exploitation on social media. Um, one thing we heard from lawmakers today is that they want those bills to make it to the floor for a vote. I think the political situation just in an election year, that that's going to be, you know, getting that bill all the way to the White House and passed, I think that's going to be difficult. But I think there is some sense in, in that they want to make some more progress. But yeah, while things have languished in Washington, we have states who are passing Laws that are moving forward, passing laws to, you know, requiring parental parental involvement in terms of app downloads or controls for some of these apps. And then we have our international um, counterparts in Europe also passing laws that are regulating the social media companies much more rigorously. That is Naomi, Na- let's try that again. Naomi Nix, Washington Post technology reporter, talking with our Dimitri Sager. Quick look at some of the top stories Thursday morning we're following on WTOP. 16-year-old girl locally stabs another to death over McDonald's sweet and sour sauce after pleading guilty. What is the girl's future? We'll update you in just minutes. Washington Commanders are now the only team this morning in the NFL without a head coach as one possible contender is now heading to Seattle. And a group of conservative leaders warn it is a mistake to impeach Homeland Security Secretary. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Good morning. Welcome into WCLP. Glad you're with us. Thursday morning, February 1st at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th, so when it breaks 24-7, traffic is always first. For that, we say good morning this morning to Ken Berger in the WCLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The one accident working in the DMV, northbound 295 after Riverdale Road. Left lane is blocked. Right lane is open after Riverdale Road. The delay starts prior to Riverdale Road. That's Maryland 410. But keep in mind, the ramp from northbound BW Parkway to 410 in New Carrollton is already blocked. So your best bet right now, your best alternate would be to get out of 450 if you can. And uh, take that to avoid the closure on the northbound side of 295. But I can tell you there are delays on northbound 295 because of this accident. But they are beginning to ease as the volume lessens for this time of the morning. Multiple work zones are in Virginia, including out in Falkir County on southbound 15, just north of U.S. 17. This is guardrail repair. Left shoulder, right shoulder, through lanes are all blocked. This activity was on northbound, but they just switched it over to the southbound side. On 66 at the Roosevelt Bridge, maintenance work uh, blocking a lane either direction. Then westbound 66 after the Rosalind Tunnel, the left lane is blocked. And then westbound 66 west of the Beltway in Merrifield, watch out for road widening work with alternating lane closures. Westbound 66 west of US 50 in Fairfax, two just east of the Fairfax County Parkway in Centerville. Maintenance work blocks the left lane. That's on the westbound side. On the eastbound side in that general area, it's the right lane that is closed in Virginia also northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard. The bridge work blocks all but the far right lane with minimal delays. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Coming up after Traffic and Mother. We're talking about our children. Maryland leaders look to crack down on juvenile crime. I'm Nick Ainelli. February 1, our weather will overperform. Temperatures typically this time of year topping out in the mid-40s. Today I'm forecasting 55 degrees for an afternoon temperature. Just a few scattered clouds. It's going to be a very pretty day. We'll start out between 30 and 38 degrees and well there could be some patchy fog we'll see that fog uh, burn off rather quickly so partly to mostly sunny skies coming your way today again highs in the mid 50s i'm seven news chief meteorologist ronica johnson in the first alert weather center right now we're at 34 degrees georgetown 30 Bowie 31 leesburg we're looking at 30 and holding this 1 a.m hour thursday morning new month february 1st glad you're with us brought to you this time around on wtop by lynn the plumber heating and air trusted same day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber, Heating and Air. Coming right up. Tips for avoiding headaches this tax season. I'm Scott Gelman. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. 
You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. Are you a veteran, active-duty military, or already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. It is the 1st of February, Thursday morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It's 122 in the morning. This is WTOP News. Here at home, word this morning that a former Metro Transit officer faces more than a year behind bars for beating an unarmed rider with a metal baton. This happened almost six years ago. The Justice Department in the case says that 49-year-old Andre Vance was sentenced this week to a year and one day in prison for his actions at that night. And prosecutors called it a violent, brutal beating of a citizen by someone cloaked in police powers. What is Maryland doing to crack down on crime among teens these days? Politicians are working on legislation that would tighten the rules for kids who get tied up in the criminal justice system. We're talking about our children. We're talking about our future. Governor Wes Moore says new legislation being considered by Maryland lawmakers would increase the possible length of probation for kids and would expand the jurisdiction for the Department of Juvenile Services to include children under 13 for firearms-related offenses and car thefts. We need to rethink how cases are processed for young people. Another piece of the legislation would require police officers who arrest a child to write a report about it each time it happens in order to close gaps between law enforcement and the Department of Juvenile Services. Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson. The simple truth is that the juvenile justice system in Maryland is not working optimally to provide the best outcomes for children and families. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A local D.C. officer is under arrest for allegedly defrauding the D.C. government. 35-year-old Mark Davis has been charged this week with first-degree fraud. D.C. Police Affairs Internal Affairs Division found that between 2021 and 2023, Officer Davis was working another job at the same time he was actually reporting as an on-duty cop with MPD. Davis's police powers were revoked last June in the summer. He was placed on non-contact status. He's been with the department since 2014. You have until mid-April to get your taxes filed, but a local advocate tells WTOP Scott Gelman this early Thursday morning that you might not want to wait that long. Paul Smith, D.C.'s taxpayer advocate, says filing earlier is best. As we progress through the filing season, more returns are submitted, and that that process of getting refunds um, out the door slows down a little bit. He's recommending using programs that can help you file for free. Through the IRS, there is a program called VIDA, or Voluntary Income Tax Assistance Program. Smith says doing your taxes is important even if you don't have a filing requirement. 30% of D.C. tax Taxpayers who qualify for the earned income tax credit don't take advantage of it. And even if they don't have a filing requirement, they may still want to file in order to get some of these powerful credits that actually can put cash in their pocket. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. It's 125. Once again, let's check in with Rob this morning, Amar. Well, it was fun while it lasted. The Wizards' first win streak in nearly a calendar year ends in two games after a 125-109 loss to the L.A. Clippers interim coach Brian Keefe. I loved our fight in the first half. I thought we came out, we competed only down six of the half. They made a quick burst in that third quarter. I think we had yeah, a little more turnovers. We probably would have liked that quarter if they led us some runouts. 
that was the difference in the game. To his point, the Wiz were outscored 40-19 to in the third quarter of what was their ninth straight home loss. The Maryland women lost at home to Indiana for the first time in program history. 